Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Wow, buddy! You look healthy and happy. Veterinary surgeon and natural pet food pioneer John Burns knows the positive impact a natural diet has on our beloved pets. That's why he developed Burns Pet Nutrition. Hmm. Maybe I should try some of your pet food myself. Okay, okay. I'll start with a salad. For natural, no nasty, wholesome recipes, choose Burns Pet Nutrition. Available from veterinary clinics and all good pet shops across Ireland. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode contains references to suicide. Anyone affected should call the Samaritan's Helpline on 116123. Clearly, Ken Law didn't choose who got or who didn't get. He was literally sending out these things in their droves. Assisted suicide, to an extent, is legal in this country. But there's a process you have to go through. They're looking at somewhere between 110 and 120 deaths globally right now. And I understand there's some in Ireland. And Mario, he's being investigated in 14 counts of assisting suicide. I'm Nicola Talent. And you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. A Canadian former chef is before the courts in Toronto after it was discovered he'd been sending suicide kits out all over the world, resulting in what cops believe is at least 100 deaths. Today, I'm talking with journalist Brad Hunter about Kenneth Law and the 1,200 kits he posted after advertising his wares on the internet. He tells me how tragic deaths in Ireland, England and throughout Europe are being linked to Law, who remains in custody as an investigation continues. This episode contains references to suicide. Anyone affected should call the Samaritan's Helpline on 116123. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. So, Brad Hunter, welcome back. That's good to hear from you, Nicola. How are you? I'm good. How's the summer been in Canada? Oh, it's been it's been scorching. It's been scorching. I mean, tropical rainstorms uh, mixed with 100-degree temperatures. So it's been pretty good. Sort of unpleasant or what? No, no, it's been nice. It's yeah. been nice. But, but it's been weird. It's not, you know, I guess, you know, you'll, you might point to the climate change sort of thing because yeah. we're getting these... You know, storms you get in the tropics were just pours, and and then uh, then you know five minutes later it's ninety five degrees. It's very hard to That's know. Fun. Like nowadays, you know, you look, you're going somewhere and you you Google what the sort of regular weather should be at a particular time of year, and do you just ignore that now? I wonder. Yeah, you know, I've, I've paid way less attention to uh, the weather than you know I have in uh, my 
previous incarnations. It's just mm. the weather is going to be what it's going to be. You so. just, wherever you go, you prepare for everything, I think, you know. <laughs> So we'll have to all, certainly if you were coming to Ireland, invest in a raincoat. But we, Oh, we, yes. No, yeah. no, no. There'd be no doubt I'd bring a raincoat. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Kenneth Law. Um, this is a, an extraordinary story. And I think at the heart of it lies the big question of motive. So we'll come to that. So explain to me who he is and what's been going on here. Kenneth Law was a... Uh, there is a 57-year-old former high-end cook at a, a Toronto, famous Toronto hotel called Royal York. Uh, he had some problems at work and uh, is no longer working there. Well, after after this sort of thing. <laughs> but in his spare time, he lives in the Toronto bedroom community of Mississauga. And in his spare time, he was sending out what has been described as suicide kits to more than 40 countries, including Ireland mm. and the UK. Uh, and, uh, you know, at least uh, he, he sent 272 kits to the UK uh, and there are 88 dead uh, attributed to, to his suicide kits. Uh, they think that they're looking at, you know, somewhere between 110 and 120 deaths globally right now and i understand there's some in ireland and ontario he's being uh investigated in 14 counts of uh assisting suicide um uh, so he, he never left toronto he 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 produced no, something that he sent in the no. post and did he set up a website or what yeah he had about half a dozen websites that he would you know peddle his poison from now what he would send them uh these tortured souls was uh, 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 overdose worthy of sodium nitrate, which we typically say, well, that's in our salami. That's not good for us, but the hell with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but he would send overdose levels of that and a mask. And it was, you know, basically that's how they would uh, say goodbye to this mortal coil. So uh, just explain that sodium nitrate is in salami. Yeah, yeah, it's it's preservative. It's okay, preservative. But you know, like a lot of things, it's not going to not going to really bother you too much unless you have a lot of it. So in a concentrated form, uh -huh. you know, it, it becomes deadly. And do you do you ingest it or do you breathe it in or what? Uh, you breathe it in, I believe. Okay, so he was sending enough out that you would presumably the mask was to help that's you right. kind of breathe it in more intensely. Um, that's right. Is it, so it's something that's used in food stuff. Is it, did he come across it that's in his right. kitchen? I, I'm not, we're not really sure where he got because it's legal to buy with, with the idea of, um, you know, it, it's legal to buy with the idea of, uh, well, you know, Nicholas doing smoking some meat or whatever the deal is. So, but, you know, like a lot of things taken in massive doses, it will uh, send you to the morgue. And on his websites, he was clearly giving instructions on how to use this kit. Well, well, that's right. Nicola, and it, it, it's sort of a question of, you know, and, and this, you know, you'd mentioned earlier motive. Uh, 
the motive isn't clear and nobody really seems to know was it uh, was it uh, a matter of empathy or is you know is this guy perhaps you know a serial killer playing god uh you know he one expert i spoke to you know referred to him as uh an angel of death by proxy mm. uh and, and you know we often see you know so-called angels of death in in caring professions like your friend danny and uh <laughs> and uh they uh uh you know it's doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals sort of playing god you know and and you know deciding old Sadie who's 94 and in agonizing pain maybe it's the humane thing is for her to go now I'm not particularly uh, against uh, assisted suicide but you know this guy was uh, uh, a cowboy and and was you know a pied paper of poison if I if I go to a schoolyard and hand out a bunch of 38s then you know, some kid is going to end up dead. And certainly, you know, Law knew this. Now, he said, I'm not responsible with what people for what people do with these mm. things. But I, I think that's bullshit. Mm. So, I mean, on his website, was this sort of uh, targeted at people with illnesses that were in pain or was it targeted at people who, um, you know, were in mental anguish? I think I think it was clearly targeted people with uh, who were in mental anguish. Mm. That that would uh, certainly certainly be the way that you know all that I know about this has has gone, and and it's sort of you know an element of playing on the weak, and it's also playing on uh, you know playing God to uh, to an extent. I mean, the one expert I talked to. Um, you know, he he likened um, Kent's Law to uh, Jim Jones, who was the People's Church famous cult leader who led 900 people in the jungles of Guyana in 1979 to their deaths. And that's uh, for anybody who doesn't know who's listening out there. That's where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid comes from, because he served them uh, a purple Kool-Aid laced with cyanide. And uh, so, but he was playing God. And, you know, this and, is sort And Jim of, Jones obviously had followers who were physically in his presence and who were living on his compound. Uh, I think he had two compounds, Jim Jones, from memory. And, and this particular right. one, like those followers knew him as such, where, you know, they could reach out and touch him. Whereas Kenneth Law is like a virtual version of that because presumably virtual Jim Jones I like that yeah but uh, but that's uh you can use that that's that's exactly what he was because one of the things with uh the the victims in Jonestown was that most of them had no earthly reason to uh to kill themselves Mm -hmm. and you know, some of these people here, as my uh, my old Irish grandmother once said uh, about suicide, was you don't know tomorrow might be the greatest day of your life. Now, you know, I'm not in that that headspace. So, but yeah, it it, it seems like you know he's a serial killer by proxy. 
And the, in the in the case of Jim Jones, there was a promise really of an afterlife there of something better. I mean, this was that was classic cult ism. Did Kenneth Law, was this a business exchange? Did they pay money for these kits and he just sent them or did he have some sort of a relationship with the people? 1,200 kits in total went out to 40 countries. Did he have some sort of a relationship or did he put up any sort of a manifest about his own thoughts in it? Not really. Not really. I mean, he was very, uh, very cagey about, you know, all this. He may have, you know, kicked off this by being the hero of his own narrative or, or, or saw himself as some kind of murder for those in mental anguish. Uh, but it doesn't appear that there was, now they would pay for the kids, but it doesn't appear that there was any sort of, of, of profit motive in this at all. I mean, the postage, I'm sure, and I'm presuming it went through the post, but like, you know, how big were these kits? Like, were they just sort of like an envelope size thing or? Yeah, they were tiny. I think they were tiny little boxes, mm. like, you know, um, with enough for uh, a mask, uh, a N95 mask, and uh, and uh, uh, the poison itself, and 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 out of those twelve hundred kits that the the cops in Canada suspect he sent out and delivered, that was a hundred. The death toll is approaching hundred. Did you say one hundred and twenty? Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, probably between one hundred and twelve and one hundred and twenty. That's right a pretty now. high percentage, isn't it? Well, that's a that's a lot uh, of of people yeah. uh, around 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 the planet. Forty different countries. I mean, you know what, you know what kind of benefit uh, that comes from this? You know, the satisfaction that you've sent people to the afterlife. I don't know. It, or is it? You know, as I personally suspect, is uh, he was playing kind of while I was playing God. And tell me how this kind of emerged, or how the various countries or how, how did it come to be discovered? Was it Canadian police or was it coming from international information? It was Peel Regional Police, which is, you know, suburb, western suburbs of uh, Toronto, just to make things <laughs> easy. Um, and they had a sudden death uh, out there or a welfare check and then it was turned out to be a sudden death and they had you know, found this stuff uh, that had been sent allegedly by Kenneth Law, and 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 that's when they began their uh, investigation. And uh, this is only you know back in the spring. This isn't you know that they're not they're, they're in Ontario. There's uh, eleven different police services working on on uh, Kenneth Law right now, a, a task force. And, I'm, and, you know, as I'm told, they're working with their uh, colleagues uh, around the planet on this. So he must have kept some sort of records on where uh, these kits were sent and addresses, etc., for Canadian police so quickly to be able to contact their international partners and uh, establish those kind of figures. And presumably, if that investigation is still ongoing, those figures are growing all the time. Um, how long was he sending these before it was discovered? A few years. Uh, a few years he'd been sending them. Now, he he was, uh, you know, this is one of the things we know. He was uh, a bit of a, a shit disturber. 
uh, at his place of employment and had split the union and there'd been complaints at work about him as well. He was, uh, you know, a, uh, I, I think uh, you would describe it as he was tightly wound. Mm. Um, and, but, you know, in the interim, I have, you know, the, he's still largely a blank. Um, and how does Canadian weird. law handle this? What is the offense? He says he did nothing wrong. He just sent out he's, his kids. Uh, he's charged with counseling and assisting suicide. Now, um, assisted suicide to an extent, you know, is legal in this country, but there's a process you have to go through, right? You can't just, you know, go down to Bob's corner store, get your get your kit and uh, say goodbye. There's a process that you have to go through for for that to happen. And uh, so, but so not just anybody can do it, but he's been dinged so far with, uh, you know, assisting and counseling to commit suicide. I think 14 counts. Now, at some point, you've got to say, you know, do these get jacked up to murder? Uh, you know, I mean, I can't, as I said, if I give a, a in other words, a 30, this could be a holding charge on him as this investigation continues that, in the background. That's, that's correct. I mean, I mean, what's it look like to you? To, to me, it looks like a matter of homicide. Mm. Mm-hmm. And in the other countries, and in particular in the UK, where there seems to have been a lot of these kits sent, and clearly there's been some also sent here to Ireland. Uh, I'm sure that will emerge as the Irish police work with their Canadian counterparts. But um, did people at the other end of this, at the receiving end of this, and when, you know, perhaps a body was discovered, um, was there questions asked, you know, around this kit? Are these, these this strange sort of a, uh, a postal delivery that these people maybe had got? I... I think, you know, I mean, th- those sorts of things when when, you know, tragedy befalls a family or or whatever. I mean, the first. The first action is to mourn. But I think as this started to emerge, more people came forward and said, yes, that we had this as well. And it's, you know, sort of spread like wildfire. Now he's being he's being held. Uh, in jail, no bail for uh, Ken, but uh, and he will be tried north of Toronto when the time comes uh, in a place called Newmarket. Mm. But that, I mean, that's a good way off because the the investigation is only in its uh, embryonic stages. The um, police, I think, in Canada have said that the dead are aged between sixteen and thirty six, um, all very young and. I'm sure each and every one of them a horrendous tragedy for their families and their loved ones. Um, clearly, Ken Law didn't uh, choose who got or who didn't get. He he was literally sending out these things in their droves. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think there was any, you know, discretion at all. I mean, you know, I mean, I've I've never uh, contemplated ending it all, but I have had very bad days. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people may have had substantially worse days. 
and that kid arrives on that day, mm. then you know that you know ends it. And and I think you know that there had to be had to have been some foreknowledge of what was going to happen. And I, I certainly don't, uh, you know, if he didn't want to play God, then he would have just said on his website, hey, go get some sodium nitrate, which you can get an N95 yeah. uh, mask and uh, be done with it. But, you know, he sent out the kids. Yeah. Um, and finally, Brad, um, because this sounds like this is a story that will be ongoing there for some time. I'm sure we'll come back to it as either further charges are brought or maybe he's brought before the courts and some of these questions are answered. But was he operating on the ordinary net or the dark net? Uh, I think he was, uh, I mean, a bit of both because, I mean, he wanted to, I, it seems to me, I don't want to, you know, put motive uh in there, but he wanted to punch out as many of these kits as he possibly could. 1,200 is not, you know, a small number. So that's a potential of 1,200 uh, homicides or, or, or deaths. Uh, that's a that's a, a pretty big breakfast of death. Mm, absolutely. And especially given that, uh, you know, this, this, this investigation is still so fresh. It sounds like uh, the sort of thing that could have uh, months or even years before they get to the bottom of exactly how much of this he sent out and what uh, effects it had on on people. I'm going to put a sort of a warning on this uh, at the beginning anyway, and maybe just will say that anybody affected by anything they've heard today to uh, contact the Samaritans uh, or other services. So for the moment, Brad Hunter, thank you very much. Cheers, Nicola. Great talking to you. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com, produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.